0: Villanova Radio, follow the leader podcast. Livest podcast out, man. Listen, Villanova is the elite team. We're going to start this off just like this the elite program in college sports. And nobody has a, uh, just by how basketball was done right now, it's nobody. Only person in football like that is Alabama. Villanova, Alabama, that's it, right? That's where we're going to go. But Alabama in football, Villanova in basketball. Now, you're talking about winning. Y'all can go on recruiting all you want. Kentucky recruiting. What have they won since they've been getting all these top classes? I mean, it doesn't mean anything. All right? Pro, people going to the pros, that's not college. That's the pros. You know, you want to talk about who's done this and that and, and, and pros? Well, Kyle Lowry... I don't see one Kentucky player winning as much as Kyle Lowry. People say, well, Anthony Davis, who would you rather have? Anthony Davis or Kyle Lowry? I want to win. I mean, if I had to choose a player, it'd be Anthony Davis. There'd be no doubt about it. If I had to choose a player at a pickup game, if I had to choose a player right now, it'd be Anthony Davis. Between him and Kyle Lowry. that doesn't hide the results of what Kyle Lowry has done in the NBA. I mean... I'll pick Anthony Davis all day, and he's with New Orleans, right? But then Toronto comes along, and they win. i just pick Anthony Davis. He probably had the best stats the whole game. He'll be the better player. He is the better overall player. I don't mean he's winning. There's a lot of better overall players right now than Kyle Lowry that have been drafted out of Kentucky. They haven't won anything. I'm just saying Villanova wins. If you want to win, it better be Villanova-led. All right, now let's talk about recruiting. Villanova recruiting, we're going to talk about that. Um, Scotty Lewis has picked up some crystal ball predictions to Florida. And rightfully so. I mean, it was an in-home visit, an official visit. But Florida, the people saying like he'll close the deal. Well, they're trying to close the deal, you know. And I think they have a great chance to get him because um, they've been recruiting him just as long as Villanova, almost as long. Uh, St. John's, Florida, and Villanova have been the three teams that went after him early. I have kept a, a good tabs on St. John's is, is a ghost town for for Scotty Lewis. Florida and Villanova. Everybody Kentucky because Kentucky is Kentucky. Kentucky. That's if if people look at the recruiting right now, Florida and um, I mean not excuse me Kentucky. And basketball and Alabama and football, those popularities have went down. I mean, people have caught up to the recruiting genius of both programs. And now it's like it's not working anymore. Other teams are becoming number one in football is Georgia. And um, you look at USC, uh, look at Villanova. I mean, Duke. Things are different now. But, all right. Well, Florida and Villanova, that's it. Florida and Villanova. That is it. Florida and Villanova. I mean, Kentucky's going to make a good pitch to them. And, and I would think they would have had a great chance if Antoine didn't commit to Villanova. Because Duke, Kentucky, and Villanova were three teams that were three teams that Kentucky, uh, Antoine and um, Scotty Lewis should have talked talked about playing for the most. Um. Personally, Antoine, you know, had great connections with um, Villanova. So that was just in the bag. And Lewis, he doesn't need to visit Villanova too much anymore. I mean, to commit or or do, you know, anything. He doesn't need to visit Villanova. Eric Dixon didn't need to visit Villanova. It's just that he's been there so much. But for the people that say, oh, you're committing the next 24 hours. No. I say soon. That don't mean a couple of days. October 5th is the Hoops Mania night. If Scotty Lewis, which I expect him to do because Villanova's like family, he'll give a one last look to Villanova. And that's the last look at Hoops Mania. He doesn't have to schedule a visit. Hoops Mania people just pop up. You know what I'm saying? It'd be be last-minute pop-ups. It'd be, be like, oh, man, that five-star's coming. This guy, his group of guys are coming. This guy, his group of guys are coming. This guy, it impresses prospects. They all get to come whether they're going to choose Villanova or not. They get to see what this campus is about, how live they are, how good they are, the family aspect. That's all it's about. For other recruits to go and say, hey, man, I was at Hoos Mania night, and Villanova is the bomb. And it helps other people know about Villanova. Villanova does a great job of it. Same as Penn State football does. And recruiting their people, Villanova does a great job. And the same thing. You know, Antoine said family is what made them choose Villanova. And they like family. Same thing Penn State football people say about their recruits. Now, um, it's going to be down to the wire right now. Crystal Ball predictions have came in, and rightfully so, like I said, because of, you know, it's a it's a rightful prediction because of you see these two visits, it makes you think that. I'm just giving you the criteria. Crystal Ball picks people pick because of certain things and sometimes they're right sometimes they're wrong you know what I mean but um on this aspect I've said it thousands of times Scotty Lewis and and Brian Antoine are a package deal in certain schools and um Antoine just like Villanova not only would he play in Villanova with Scotty Lewis he liked them just personally himself like just Villanova like he's a Villanova guy Uh, Close to New Jersey, he likes home, he loves family And the same thing with Sky Lewis, he loves his mom, he loves his family And nothing would be better for him to be close to his family But Florida is close to his heart also Good program that's been recruiting him But Jay Wright has just done too, too good at recruiting this guy for me to say Florida, I mean I'm talking about the relationship between Jay Wright and Sky Lewis is big not just Jay Wright, Sky, Lou. I'm talking about the assistant coaches. It's it's a 50, I say it's a 50-50 draw because it's the same. It really is. But you want to say what makes me choose Villanova because he's more close with Villanova's whole staff. He's been up there, like I've said before, he's been up there like he lives there already. If you keep up with the visits so Everybody to go back 247 Can you go to 247 And you look at his movement If y'all know how to do this Let me tell the fans and the followers how to do this You go to Villanova and you go to Crystal Ball You go to Scotty Lewis 247 You can even do this Google Scotty Lewis 247 Alright when you find his profile click on it Go down and see all his visits And what he's done Look at the complete entries of his visits And see how many times he's visited Villanova And how many times have you visited any other school? See how many times he's popped up at Villanova. How about that one? He was at the last Hoops Mania night. I expect him to be at this one. Scotty Lewis is not going to choose just because he just had an in-home visit. And no, but he knows, I'm pretty sure he knew Florida was going to come. Because this was the last, especially after Antoine. After Antoine, you know, committed, everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, here comes Scotty. Scotty might choose." That made did you did you notice how much Florida went after Scotty after Antoine committed to Villanova? They know something too. And some things I'm not gonna let out like that, man. But they know something too. I'm not gonna let everything out on my podcast. Some things I've been told by co- coaches, by people, by players to keep personal. So I, I oh my my followers come on my my Twitter I'll be and they be saying stuff. How do you know this proof? I'll be wanting to let it out. So, bad uh, uh, no, I won't. Loyalty is everything. Yeah, I mean, Lord, if you break loyalty then, you know, then then you'll see me be like, "Hey, or or, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I won't even speak on some loyalty breaks, but I only had one loyalty break. Easy, easy. Big time coach. But uh It's all good. I ain't got no hard feelings. And that was a football coach. I ain't nah. I mean it ain't no hard feelings, man. But it was just a surprise. Like, wow, well, I guess I can do this then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no. Um, it's gonna be big to see how Florida uh come and Florida has a chance, y'all. I mean, Florida has a chance, but I'm picking Nova because the relationship is stronger. I have seen to me with Villanova. I mean, and then being close to home And their relationship It's just like it's a no-brainer But it's not a no-brainer Because Duke could have had Antoine So could Kentucky But I don't think um, Kentucky had a bigger break than Duke Because Coach K Antoine like Coach K I mean They had a great relationship Great relationship Sort of like Antoine Sort of like um, Scotty Lewis of Florida You know Um Now Let's talk about That other Other prospect There's only gonna be One other prospect And people talk about The other guys Isaiah Stewart Matthew Like I told y'all Hurt got the Uh He got an offer Matthew Hurt Got an offer The 6 rated prospect By 247 In the nation Of 20 In the nation For the 2019 class He has an offer now so now we play ball let's play ball Villanova let's play ball it's hurt Jeremiah Robinson Earl and Isaiah Stewart they want a big man I mean this if some things you don't need to, to Google or figure out you look at the, the the blueprint of everything and hurt Robinson Earl and Isaiah Stewart are all front court players you know um Robinson Earl 6869 um power forward agile, great moves to the basket, good dribbling skill, can score on on all levels. I mean, this guy is another championship player. And Kansas is at them, rightfully so. Kansas, to me, is one of the top two teams I have to win it all this year that they do good at recruiting. And they've been big at them, big, big favorites. I mean, big favorites. We'll see how hard that goes. But I think Villanova don't know Kansas is highly involved? Why you think they're going to have to hurt? Because to me, I think Hurt just as good as any of them, too. Except he's not a power player. The thing that Stewart makes him better, he's just such a power player. They're not good in the inside like Stewart. And then Stewart can also take you off the dribble. Stewart has a good mid-range game. Stewart can dominate. Dominate. Hurt, he can shoot from three-point range. He's better at all of them shooting from three-point range. Robinson Earl is the, the, the more athletic out of all of them. So this is just three good five stars. I think we'll get one of them. Stewart to me is who I think again. get. I don't say he's a lock, but he's 90% over to me. This is what I think. If he's 90% Villanova, I think he'll be in a Villanova uniform. But that 10% can also mean he commits somewhere else. And Villanova knows this. So they're keeping their eye on all three. Scotty Lewis is the top target. The top target. They're not monitoring his movement because Villanova feel like they did everything they can do. Now Scotty has to make. His his decision. Antoine scheduled a visit, okay. And people saying Louis ain't scheduled. Where's his visit gonna come? This other person scheduled a visit don't mean they're gonna come because Antoine also had visits scheduled to Kentucky. He ain't make it. So I'm just saying. I mean, Sky Lewis scheduled these visits to get them done because he pretty much knows about. It. I think Nova in the back of his head. He knows it Like Nova is Nova Okay I, He's gonna be up to Nova I feel he he's gonna be up there at Nova If he doesn't Hey Surprise to me But I think No doubt about it Because of how him Close him and Antoine are They're both gonna be at Antoine's gonna try to persuade His best friend to come It's gonna happen And I think Either after Hoops Mania night Either a couple of days Or a week after Hoops Mania night Sky Lewis is gonna commit to one, the Florida or Villanova. Villanova, whose many nights a big night. He's been a part of. He loves it. I think he'll be up there. Okay, um, Josh Green. Can I? Can I? am gonna clear the floor on Josh Green. He's still a guy that Villanova likes. But they know that Scotty Lewis is the number. If Scotty Lewis does not commit, don't think that Villanova's not gonna go after Josh Green. <laughs> like for real, man. Like, everybody think it's one more. Y'all don't, y'all on the outside looking in. Like, I study day and night about what's going on. Day and night. So, um, if I don't prove something to you, chances are I don't really care about proving anything to you. I don't wanna just say it all out on Twitter to people, but I just don't care. Like I don't have to prove anything to anybody. <laughs> it be I'll be laughing at somebody that that that's one of the funniest things right there. That's that's funny. You know, I've done it a couple of times and then I've just been like, Man, why am I even doing this? Like, you know, eventually used to be like, Man, what the, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I got so much things to do in this sports that um whatever (laughs) but anyway okay josh green would be a guy they would go after i think they would get a uh, josh green is arizona and north carolina there's no doubt north carolina has been the number one before nico mania committed but just like when antoine committed see this is why i say how does people how do they calculate their predictions soon as antoine committed you see the pickup by florida really trying to go hard after antoine And people, a lot of people even know that Lewis could be Villanova. Alright, but people, there are some predictions that are not even rolling like that for for Lewis. This is from some people, not even Crystal Ball. It's like some people. And Arizona has Nico now. We all know Nico and uh, Josh played on the uh, AAU team. They're close. Okay. My thing is this. I hear people saying Josh Green could go to Arizona How come you don't hear The same thing As a heavy As a heavy Favorite Lewis going to Villanova Now the Antoine's committee. It's just This is different to me But yes People are on the assumption That Arizona could get both of them They could They. I think that's I think right now North Carolina needs to watch out Even more than to be like Florida And really try to pounce down On Josh Green Even more But Josh has scheduled a visit Okay, he has a visit with Arizona. Nico Mannion is going to try to get Josh there. North Carolina has a, a Mondo Bacott. And if they get Josh Green, wow. So if they get that, they're, they're championship contenders. And if they can get Cole Anthony, that's even more crazy. I think they'll they'll, they'll both try to go after Cole because Bacott has already said he's going to go after Cole. So North Carolina's trying to build a nice team, also, that's going to be good. Uh, I think they're Final Four. I think with Josh going back out, that's Final Four. Say what you want. See how you feel. North Carolina already got talent on their team. You add them two. That's Final Four. All right. Uh, Arizona. If they get Nico and Josh, I don't think they're going to the Final Four. I think they'll be a good team. A very good team. That, of course, they're going to be in the tournament. Um... But my prediction for Josh Green right now is um, a very up in the air one. As far as Josh Green goes up in the air. I like Arizona. I like North Carolina, but it's really up in the air right there. But if you told Lita Johnson to make his prediction, I'm going to go right now still with North Carolina. Cause they've been heavy into it and now nico is there i have to see more movement in the nico but if i, if I had to say 60 40 i say 40 percent will go to arizona and 60 will go to north carolina as far as villanova no they're not in there yet they're not in there at all because as much as they still like Josh green they're not pursuing him like they're interested in scotty lewis Believe me, uh, Villanova's been keeping in contact with Scotty Lewis. They don't need a visit or nothing. Scotty Lewis is Scotty Lewis. They talk to Scotty Lewis anyway. Like, every, uh, like, Scotty Lewis and Villanova talk to each other every day. Same thing with Antoine. Every day, Scotty Lewis and Villanova talk to each other. Just about every day. I, I probably, I say, about one day out the week, maybe, if I had to make an estimated guess, they don't talk to this kid. I mean, so, no, it's all oh, they haven't had a visit, these guys talk to Scotty Lewis every day. They don't need a visit. But it could be one in the works. That can happen anytime. I mean, he's been to Villanova. He has to go, he has to go fill out Florida to make sure, well, you know what? Am I making the right choice? Let me give, when people got to make those visits, they got to be like, all right, that means they haven't filled out a university enough. And they want to give them a chance to pitch. You know, quickly, quickly. And in this sense, Scotty Lewis knows Villanova already It's not like he needs to hurry up and schedule a visit right there Jay Wright don't feel he needs to come for an in-home visit right away They've already had an in-home visit with Scotty Lewis and Brian Antoine They don't need all the stuff that's happened They don't need this right now Why would they go and do an in-home visit again? Again? Antoine came to Villanova to commit He just put a, a, a visit down In case this visit didn't go to how he felt Just being smart the Villanova, you know what I mean? If if He just put a visit down for other schools just in case he felt different. It's like throwing all your cards out and say, all right, I'm going to eat. And throwing all your stuff, you know what, I like this food, I like this food, I like this, but if I ain't fooled by this time, I'm going to go to this food. And obviously he was fooled after he thought about Villanova. Now, I think it is still finished out Lewis and Antoine. I just think that's going to happen. Period point blank. Then Robinson Earl goes to Kansas. Hurt, I don't I don't really know. The Blue Blood's after him, so I think he'll be in one of the Blue Blood uniforms. Duke or Kentucky, one or the other. But if Isaiah Stewart goes to Duke, which I think that's the only people contending for his services right now, um, with other programs involved, you know, but I just think Duke is it. I think Duke is the clear front runner if it's not really That's a ten percent, Duke and um, Robinson Earl, Kansas. I think they're they're highly interested in Jeremiah Robertson Earl, highly interested, but not over Stewart. Stewart is the man, and they're giving attention to all three. So they can keep it on And then once one commits They're going to go harder on on one than the other They're going to pick who else And who I think is second I think is Jeremiah Robinson Earl I think he's the next guy they're going to go after Along with Hurt Who they're still going to recruit hard If Stewart commits And they got those two left They're going to go after Jeremiah Robinson Earl But That could also change Because of the rating that Hurt has At six overall in the nation So I think it will change I think right now If we're looking at the bracket It's Stewart I'm like, You know what I'm going to go back on that Because what I've heard and, and after the in-home visit And what they think of him Robinson Earl is a guy That they're really highly into Say so about, you know Sources Robinson Earl They're highly interested in this guy But if To me And I haven't heard That he's over Nobody I've heard equal But Hurt and Robinson Earl have two different ratings Robinson Earl's number 17 Rated in the country Hurt is number 6 So in my opinion I'm, I'm going to have to go back on that one I think Hurt is second Even though I hear the equal interest Hurt is second Hurt is the guy they're going to go after more than anybody Especially with his outside jump shot There's a deadly outside jump shot At his size So I could see Hurt committing to Villanova Over Duke or Kentucky so, if Stewart doesn't commit, I think it's hurt, people. I think hurt is over Robinson Earl because of his skill set. Because, in all honesty, um, if you're looking at it, Robinson Earl is going to visit today, ladies and gentlemen. It's the 14th. Jeremiah Robinson Earl is headed. Is so going to visit Villanova Now that's interesting Villanova Nation Now I'm making these predictions right here It could change Because after this visit Let's see what happens And what is said And what I'll, I'll make my runs and, and, and collect information But right now it's hurt Because Matthew Hurt is number six Excuse me He's number six In the nation I just, I mean, and and Stewart was number five. I think they were only, you know, but both of them are are highly got, have high interest. That's, that's what we do know. They both, Villanova likes them both a lot. And they're interested in both of them. It's just like first come first serve. Like I say, the same thing. Can anybody look at what happened with Antoine? Villanova was after, see, before, before this, it was, let's just go back. Okay. Let's just go back. Villanova was interested real big. Real big, and um, Donovan Williams, who just committed to Texas. Um, Courtney, uh, not Courtney Ramey. That's 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 way back. That's in uh, 2018. They were they were. But you could, you can could even go back to that for them getting the point guard, and they got Javon Quinterly. You know, this is how they do things. Anthony Simons was another guy they were going after. They were going after guards last year, and they got Quinterly. Same thing, Antoine, Nico Mannion. They gave Nico Mannion the offer, knowing that he was talking about reclassifying. Um, Josh Green, another guard, got an offer. Guard, he's a swing man, got that offer. Because I think he was also in the Antoine like, Okay, if we don't get Antoine, Josh Green is a guy we'll also go after. Like I said, you look at Donovan Williams, Isaiah Wong. I mean, all these guys were in play if they didn't get Antoine. Now that Antoine's got, there's no, not going to be a Wong. I, there's not going to be Isaiah Wong. I don't really feel that. Um, like I said, he's still in the, I mean, things can happen. This is recruiting. Things change all the time. But I don't see Wong after Antoine, especially after you let Nico Mannion walk off. Nah. It's, that was clearly the whole mission at the at the whole time that they were looking at Antoine Wong Green Donovan Williams they even you know uh Yeezy my boy Yvuts go taking um he's a guy they were looking at they were looking at a lot of different options in case things didn't work but when they got Antoine they knocked a lot of cards down and switched some cards around okay that was one of their top targets along with Scotty Lewis top targets they, they 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 offer these guys at the same exact time they offered them at the same time who in the world thinks that he's not their top target i don't know if anybody's been i mean they, they y'all look at a lot of crystal ball predictors Alita, I, i'm on my own predictor like as you can see when people doubted Antoine, I was right you, you you gotta look at what Really is going on, you gotta be a guy That studies this and really is into it And you know, not just wake up in the morning and Two weeks later and then look to see what the progress is Alright, now It's Lewis and Stewart, y'all But I'm giving you the, the ins and outs And what could happen Because things can change if Lewis commits to Florida, let's give you the ifs. Let's, let's have a little fun. If Lewis commits to Florida, who do, you think I, who do I think will happen? What do I think will happen? The three bigs. They are the prime targets at the day. But don't think Josh Green is not. Because he will be. He'll be a guy Villanova will try to recruit to get two more. Because they're all five stars. They're all five stars. Villanova has their high four stars. And they, they, they immaculate recruiting. Justin Moore Eric Dixon was a great start. Great start to recruiting. I mean, you can't get any better than that. I mean, wow. Great start. And like I say, do I think... Another thing is, I've been asked, do I think they will get two bigs? No. Nah. I mean, they got Eric Dixon, so they're not going to go after two bigs. They already have a big in their class. They're not going to get two bigs. They're only going to get one. And this person asked me, just because I think that they're five stars with Villanova, get two. No. Villanova has an objective. They wanted Sky Lewis and Brown Antoine, and uh, it's it's a, it's a it, it is a possibility, a big possibility. They could walk away from if Sky Lewis doesn't commit. They could walk away from even trying to go after Josh Green. Okay, but if Scotty Lewis commits to Florida, look, don't be surprised if a visit is scheduled by Josh Green to Villanova. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if if the recruiting for Josh Green turns up. Don't be surprised at all. Josh Green is a one and done. Period. Point blank. In Arizona, Nico could be and Nico now with with now with Arizona, I could say Nico could be a one and done man because he's gonna have the floor in Arizona, you know. In Villanova, he would have had to wait back second year. The, the point guard duty would have been his, but he's gonna have, he's gonna come in there, and I think he's gonna take that. He's he's gonna take. He, He's gonna get the ball, he's gonna do his thing. Staying home, we're gonna be a good hometown product. Arizona doing a good job recruiting inside the uh the state. And uh, like I said, Josh Green is a guy that um he's one and done wherever he goes, man. He's just super spectacular. I see Josh Green being the one and done. In the NBA draft room, we have him in the 2020 class. First round pick. Lottery talent So I think Josh Green Is one of those guys That Villanova will go after If Scottie Lewis doesn't commit But they want a big More than anything So they're going to recruit A big harder And that's what I do think I don't think they recruit him As hard as they recruited Scotty Lewis I don't think that'll happen I think they're going to go I think they're going to go All in on one of those Three bigs If Scotty Lewis commits But that's just Who commits We don't know when These guys are going to commit We ain't been told We haven't been told. So, this is going to be something major and huge. I think it's the best recruiting period that Villanova basketball has ever had. So many guys who are NBA prospects And this is going to also, this is a game changing recruiting process. This is going to make NBA look at Villanova like that because you think the NBA ain't looking at these guys when they're in high school and they're looking at what college they're going to go to? Oh, man, Villanova, man. Final this, final that. Oh, wow. So, this is doing big wonders for Villanova, regardless of who commits to him or not. So, this has just been great. All right, football. Let's talk about Villanova football a little bit because it deserves to be talked about. All right, now, Jalen Jackson interviewed the guy when he first committed. I knew he was special. He has a talent to be. He has a first-round talent ability. You know, FCS, who knows if he'll get seen as a first-round talent, but he's a first-round talent. Say what you want, whatever. Oh, he's not a first. What are you talking about? He didn't even have any stars. (laughs) It's crazy because Jalen Jackson Damone Drew is the highest rated recruit In Villanova history by 247 You know since they started keeping up with the stars And started awarding these stars He's the highest rated recruit of all time Highest Highest rated recruit for Villanova football Three star running back out of Virginia Jalen Jackson had no stars And if you look at this man What he did in high school Are you serious right now? You look at the clips. This guy is something dynamic, and he proves it to you because you know Damon Drews being able to get redshirted, knowing he played last year and the highest-rated Recruiter of all time, This shows you how special Jalen Jackson is. And he's a th- and Dem- Demon Drews a three-star, but Jalen Jackson is getting the time now. He he is he is beating the interest of coaches, and and the crazy part is. People think James Jackson's quicker, faster, more athletic More explosive, can do more on the field Okay um, Well as far as The re- returning kicks I think he's just such a dynamic kick returner Also along with being a dynamic runner And then he's quicker and faster um, He has power, of course he has power I mean that that's something But you're going to see People don't see with the quickness and, and speed that he has with the power I mean he's just better He's just better But Damone Drew is so good They want to save They want to save that year They don't want to just Let him be a You know Let him come in there And Be a sophomore And waste that year When you're saying the ball With so many people Guzak And uh He's a guy that's gonna be gone soon You dig what I'm saying So When he's gone And then you got Justin Covington Also Forbes You know Another guy Him and Guzak Two guys that you know When you give the ball To Jalen Jackson Damone Drew And Justin Covington it's going to be crazy. Like, that's going to be the best running team they ever had. Ever had. Okay, now, Changa Hodge. We'll get his time. Taborn, Kirkston, Listen, Changa Hodge is going to be the number one guy soon. So, get ready for it. Um, Elijah Trent. Like, I say it all the time, proud of that guy. I mean, he's just out there playing. And I still think he'd be better as a receiver. Uh, Noelle Miller could commit. I, I predict him to commit to Villanova. That's my predictions I predict him to commit to Villanova um, uh, Tyler, DeVera I don't really know It's just a, it's an it's a up in the air thing But Villanova is definitely involved They're one of the top teams But don't know what's going to happen If he's going to go back to uh, Rutgers, where he was at Or is he going to come to Villanova just watch out for those two schools Pursuing him, there are a lot of other schools After them. but Villanova's In the mix Um The defense is just solid, man They're just so elite Um, Lorenzo Hernandez Is Adding something different To the defense to the inside And I think, uh, like I've always said About this guy, this guy's a special defensive Talent Um when Mikey Taylor and Jalen Howard get in there, they're going to be absolutely relentless. Jared Nelson is another big-time player that can uh, – a big-time talent to me that can play. Garrett Zobel is another guy. When he comes in there and he makes his his move with the team, he's going to be a beast. Uh, right now, you got Javante Johnson. You got Aaron Siegel. You know, these – Malik Fisher, these guys – Are having a field day at this line I mean the rotation of this line gets It's just something It's something big you know And um, it's good to have guys like Hernandez And Fisher in there You know to help out this line And they have made a significant Unbelievable improvement On this team Like seriously Um, They have depth on this On defensive line This is what they needed They needed that depth And I just think that they displayed the Trajan Anderson um, Jeff Steve, Drew Wiley These guys have been making plays Making plays I mean they have so many other guys That Owen Thomas The guy who was recruited as a tight end um, Could be an elite tight end If you switch him over there now But now he also was a first team linebacker In high school So he's displaying what he brings to the table I mean, he's going to be something special at linebacker also. I think tight end won't be his position. If Elijah Trent keeps on doing he's doing at safety, he won't go to wide receiver. I mean, I don't know. I mean, will they put him at wide receiver now? Even though I think there's no other guy as talented and on receiver that could be Elijah Trent. Like, right now, Chanka Hodge is the only guy I think that has the talent at wide receiver. So, uh. People uh, I've been getting, you know, from certain fans saying that they can win the chip. They can win the championship. And it's JMU. I think they're better than JMU. JMU, only reason JMU got there because, I mean, come on, man. Do y'all remember who was hurt? Do y'all remember who got hurt last year for Villanova? Okay, then. I mean, any t- JMU didn't go through that. No FCS team went through that. Totally went out there with a blindfold on and won five games. Like, come on. So this is the championship team. I said it last year when they got hurt. Ugh, it, was, it was totally unexpected. Hey, these I'm put like this. Zach, if Zach stays healthy, regardless of Ryan Bell's there or not, if Zach would have been healthy, this team would have still been competing for the championship. So remember that. Like out of all the three guys, the one who means the most is Zach. But when you lose all three, you don't even have... Rob Rowe could have willed this team, but he can't play quarterback. Ryan Bell would have been a security blanket. I think with him there, we could have... That team could have been over a, two, a couple games over with Ryan Bell there, if Zach wasn't there. Because, I mean, even though they had other tight ends, nobody knew the offense more than Bell. Nobody was meant the most to Villanova like Ryan Bell. Um... Rob Rowe, that defense didn't need no help. That defense was doing its thing without Rob Rowe. And he's the best player on that defensive squad. But that's how many defensive standouts they got <clears throat> top to bottom. <clears throat> you can go up and down. They got defensive Terrell Vassell. Okay, you can, Christian Benford is killing as a freshman. Killing. Killing the company. Elijah Trent adding to it. And I, I really believe If you look at this team With Forrest Ryan and Josh Patrick Amen, Amen Black, my guy from Philly Putting in work Special teams incoming in there On plays, playing Putting in work That defense is a stack. I love the And then the defensive line is going to be Like I'm going to say this, defensive line is underrated Underrated That defensive line is underrated period I mean them guys are monsters just love this team um one more thing we gonna I wanna talk to uh, about uh, some Villanova basketball real quick and what do I think of the starting lineup Well, Javon Quinterly Javon Quinterly Phil Booth this is what happened they're talking about Joe Cremo could be a small forward I'm not saying it can't happen I'm saying you're crazy <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm just saying, like, Jermaine Samuels was a high-rated for. he was the top-rated prospect for this team. Joe Cremo. Oh, he's a senior. He's a great. Is that, that's the only thing you can go for. Joe Cremo. Joe, Dante. If that was so, Dante DiVincenzo would have started last year. And that, that same crazy prediction for a lineup last year. Shout out to my guy John Rodstein. He said it. He was like, he was like. Phil Booth, Jalen Brunson, Dante DiVincenzo, Michael Bridges at the four, and, and and Omari Spell. And I said, are you crazy? Are, they, are they, You're not going to put Eric Pascal on the bench when he's a power forward? And the only reason this lineup that they're predicting now, that I heard from a prediction from somebody, the only reason it doesn't sound crazy is because Eric Pascal is a true power forward. And but Joe Cremo is not a small four. Can he guard the three position? Now Defencenzo can guard the three position, but Michael Bridges is not a small, even though he can guard the four, he's not a power four. Why would why would you take a powerful when you already have a power forward? Same thing with Samuels. Why would you put somebody a small four when you already recruited and got a small forward? It don't make no sense. So then what you're gonna say is that who's gonna back up the guard position? Who's going to back up the guard position? Who's going to do it? Who's going to back up the guard position? Slater? Now you're saying that they're going to switch Cremo there and have who backing up the small forwards? Sadiq Bey? Okay, let's do that. Let's do that. We're going to go with Joe Cremo, Eric Pascal, and Dada. So now you got Cole Swatter, Dylan Painter, Sadiq Bay, Brandon Slater, and Colin Gillespie. That's That's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. So that means... And notice who I ain't said. Notice who I ain't said. Jermaine Samuels. He's backing up. My thing is this. It doesn't make any sense to take Slater. And it's not saying it couldn't happen things happen but I think I'm saying you're crazy until I'm saying you're not until I'm told I'm not crazy because when John Rothstein predicted their prediction I predicted the other prediction of the lineup that they had to win the championship last year when John and I was I was right on point Dante DiVincenzo did not start as small forward why would you take your guard out of his position and where he's clearly a mismatch and where he's clearly good at and has been succeeding at for the rest of his career, his college career, just to put him at the three because he scored more last year or he's probably one of your top two best scorers. That's not what they did with DiVincenzo. They're going to do the same thing with Cremo. It's the reason why he got Cremo because you're going to have Booth and, and Quinterly. Booth knows the system. He can play both guard positions. He can also help Quinterly out. Same way that... Archie Diacono helped Brunson out. Okay. It's going to be the same situation. A senior and a freshman. Same situation. You have Joe Cremo backing up. That means when you switch up, you're going to have two seniors. Booth could play point. Cremo coming there, and play shooting guard. Okay. You got Colin Gillespie backing up point guard. Everybody's in their position. You know, Cremo's going to get some starter minutes. They're going to rotate that. Now, Jermaine Samuels, what did you recruit this guy for if you don't want him to play that small forward position? Same thing with Dada. You're not going to put Painter in there because, you know, I mean, what? because what, he was in there, he's, he's been there longer. It don't make no sense. Dada plays power forward. Samuels plays. Slater backs up Samuels. The, the high rated Sadiq Bey is, is going not to get the minutes at all. He, I mean, he might come in there when they're blowing somebody out. Sadiq Bey is going to fall back this year. He's going to fall back this year. Uh, Samuels is going to get his time this year. He's going to get his, it's his time. He was not recruited that high for nothing. There's no way you're going to sit there and say that Cremo and Samuels are going to be uh, going back and forth on minutes. This, this doesn't make any sense to take a guy out of his position and take another guy. See, Slater was recruited. He was a shooting guard. Then he got recruited. Then they put him back at small forward in the country. You know, at first he was a... Uh, one of the top shooting guards and became one of the top small forwards. It isn't like he can't play both positions. Cremo, I don't know about Cremo playing small forward. I've never even heard of Cremo playing small forward. But Slater can play both positions elite level. But right now, he's a small forward. Why would you take him out just to put Cremo at small forward? You need your two natural small forwards. So that's just what it is. I mean, people are saying Cremo because he's a grad transfer or because he scored more That's not how Jay Wright rolls. You're taken away from your bench if you take Cremo off the bench. You need your Jay Wright's whole persona is the bench has to be strong. Why would he? Okay, now when Cremo's off the bench, who are you talking about? Cole Swider and Slater and Gillespie? As good as Gillespie is, as much as talented as Slater and Cole Swider are, you got Painter. Okay, as talented as these guys are. They have no firepower punch. You know why? Because they're not Cremo. They're not there yet. Swider and them are freshmen. There's no way you're, you're going to expect elite level scoring from them guys. They're going to contribute, but you're not going to expect elite level scoring. Joe Cremo has proved it. You put a guy that scores 17.8 a game on the bench, it instantly makes your bench dangerous and one of the best in the nation. Instantly. Instantly because you already have two guys who are, who are borderline five stars. You got Colin Gillespie, who was a big part of the championship team. And you got Dylan Painter coming back, who's been training overseas and playing just like Jermaine Samuels. He's back. He was a four star, a 6'10 guy that could shoot threes. Now they all look big when you get Joe Cremo in there because of what he's done starting for Albany. Now you're big now with Joe Cremo. But if you take them away, you take a lot from your bench. You, you put a lot of pressure on guys who have never done it before you know what I'm saying so that's why that makes sense all right listen follow leader writer leader 247 on Twitter writer leader Johnson on Instagram I mean it's where we at man um next podcast coming soon going in about a lot of things 247 sports special I'll be doing that for going in uh, doing a lot of things for 247 Sports. Uh, it's going to be basketball recruits, top 2019, top 2020 guys. Uh, and then you got football. I have another 247 Sports special for going in, coming soon. Uh, we'll talk about the Phillies. I know y'all disappointed, but hey, I'm I'm not, okay? Did a great job this year. Um, follow me, guys. Until next time on Villanova Radio.